bill that you mentioned um, is is just insufficient. It's one sentence. It says that the department will close on such and such a date. Well, we all know that it's not that simple. Um, however, it can be fairly simple if you have a plan. So United States Parents Involved in Education has developed a blueprint for how to do that. And we can do it in five simple steps. So Welcome to Conversations That Matter. I'm your host, Alex Newman, Senior Editor at The New American Magazine. Our guest today is Sherry Few. She's the founder and president of United States Parents Involved in Education, uh, an organization at the national level with state chapters across the country working to end the U.S. Department of Education and to end all federal education mandates. Uh, they've got uh, 20 state chapters now. They're growing uh, rapidly. Uh, me and uh, Duke Pesta both serve on the advisory board. It's a great, great organization. Uh, and also, they, they put out a, a documentary film recently called Truth and Lies in American Education, which is just phenomenal. Um, and now they're doing uh, this new thing. Every month, they've got a, a millstone of the month thing. It's just uh, wonderful. Uh, Sherry, great to have you on the program. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, before we get into U.S. Pie and the details, you guys have now been putting out the millstone of the month. Uh, you're just now announcing your second recipient of this award. Uh, tell us about the award and uh, who the recipients are. Okay, great. Yes, it's a new award, um, as you mentioned, titled the Millstone of the Month Award. We like to say that it's the award you never want to receive. Um, and of course, the title is derived from the Bible in, in Matthew, um, where it says that if, if someone is going to cause harm to um, children, or cause them to fall into sin, they're better off with a rope tied around their neck attached to a millstone and, and dumped into the sea. So unfortunately, there are so many eligible candidates for this award today. And that's why we came up with the award because we want to put the label on it that these people are harming children and they need to be called out. So most often our awardee will be an individual who hasn't been reprimanded in any way. Um, you know, in some cases we hear about bad teachers and, and they're fired. So, you know, they've, they've suffered consequences, but in our awardees will not have been publicly admonished. And that is the reason that we um, will be selecting them. So the inaugural, the first awardee was for March. In the month of March, we awarded um, Hooter, Colorado school district called Pooter, and the entire school board uh, voted unanimously in favor of promoting the um, Trans Day of Visibility. And so they, again, voted unanimously in support of this, promoting this, making it a very fabric of, of their school district. And when they, um, there's a video that we saw, and when they were voting on it, they brought in their LGBTQIA plus coordinator, little alphabet soup there. And, and it was just very disturbing to see. Um, she brought a couple of high school students with her, and they spoke in favor of this. And one of the students even said one of the biggest problems they face is transphobia by parents. So parents are the bad guys because they don't agree with this gender dysphoria that's being promoted in schools. So they were our first awardee for March, and we're pleased to announce um, our awardee for April. And we've just decided on it. Um, our press release will be going out announcing it um, later today. 
but the awardee is Nicole Hannah Jones, someone I know you're very familiar with, Alex. So we chose her because we found a news story from Michigan where uh, English teachers in Michigan have incorporated her 1619 project, her um, her fiction vision, you know, vision of history in in their staff development. So um, she will actually be featured at the staff development and will be speaking. And of course, we know that um, her 1619 project was an intentional agenda to divide America. It's Marxist in its roots. Um, it's, it's how they want to teach racism in this country. They want to change our founding so that they can underpin, or excuse me, pull out the underpinning of our great nation and its founding and the principles on which it was founded. So Nicole Hannah-Jones is up for the award for April. And um, again, the, the award you never want to receive, uh, unfortunately, there are plenty of candidates for it. So great recipients there that you chose. Um, you know, I, I'm very familiar with the Poudre School District. In fact, uh, I interviewed um, a mom there uh, whose daughter was told to stay after school for an art club. Uh, turns out it wasn't just an art club. It was a genders and sexuality art club. And they told this little 12-year-old girl that if she wasn't fully comfortable in her own body, she must be transgender, but that her parents were not a safe space. So she shouldn't talk with her parents about this. Well, being a good girl, she went and told her parents what they had been told. Uh, this teacher actually gave her the her cell phone number. Said, you know, you can talk to me, but not your parents. Uh, well, this became a national scandal. Uh, the story ended up getting picked up by uh, Tucker Carlson and Glenn Beck and, and lots of other people. Uh, brought the, the wrath of the nation down on this crazy school district. So they got rid of the, the lady who was involved in that. And then uh, less than a year later, the same mom calls me back. She says, you won't believe it. But uh, now they have a new person doing their LGBTQ plus professional development and teaching the students. Turns out it was, uh, to quote this individual who's doing the trainings, a shape-shifting, genderqueer, blood witch. Uh, and I'm not making this up. This is how this individual describes herself. Um, and mm. she, she's got all these pictures on social media, you know, doing blood rituals. She's painting on the walls in blood. And, uh, it's all very bizarre. Uh, and so this is the Poudre School District for you folks in northern Colorado, a relatively conservative area of the country. And this is what they're doing in the schools. And of course, Nicole Hannah Jones or whatever her name is, uh, the, the fake journalist, fake historian. What an abomination. Uh, Sherry, stay with us. When we get back on the other side of this break, I want to talk about the broader issues, the U.S. Department of Education and the great documentary you guys have done. So, Folks, stay with us. We'll be right back here on Conversations That Matter. All right, parents, listen up. We've all seen the countless examples of how radical, radical leftists have been destroying American schools. It's no longer just about the terrible math and reading levels. Now radical left teachers birthed from liberal universities are forcing gender indoctrination in, in kindergarten. They're teaching lessons on white guilt. Freedom Project Academy has perfected live on, online learning over the course of a decade. I get a ton of great feedback about this program, a ton. They're built on Judeo-Christian values, a classical curriculum. What does that mean? It means they're taught, your children are taught, taught the way that the founding generations of the country. My own son, Noah, did Freedom Project Academy for uh, several years uh, when he was younger. The more we tell our friends about these things, the more people will get on board. And I, and I believe that we can be the catalyst to some real change. We must save the West. Our way of life and our culture is under attack. And because of patriots like you and your project, I have optimism for the future. 
Welcome back, everybody. Alex Newman here. Thanks so much for tuning in to Conversations That Matter for the New American Magazine. Our guest is Sherry Few. Uh, she is the founder and president of U.S. Parents Involved in Education. She's all over the place. You've probably seen her on Fox or the Washington Times. I mean, she's just everywhere uh, doing really significant work. Uh, Sherry, moving beyond the uh, the Millstone Award, uh, you guys have a broader mission, and that is to eventually get the feds out of our classrooms. Uh, of course, uh, we have uh, H.R. 899 that has been introduced. Uh, we've interviewed uh, Congressman Thomas Massey a number of times about this bill, um, and it would shut down the Department of Education. And yet I reached out to you when I was working on an article about this for Freedom Media, and uh, you said you still had some concerns uh, that we need to go further. Uh, talk about that. I mean, what does it look like to get the federal government out of education, and how do we do it? Well, that's a very good question and, and one that should be asked because so many people, uh, politicians in particular, uh, and candidates when they're running for election talk about doing it, but who actually has a plan to do it? So the bill that you mentioned um, is is just insufficient. It's one sentence. It says that the department will close on such and such a date. Well, we all know that it's not that simple. Um, however, it can be fairly simple if you have a plan. So United States Parents Involved in Education has developed a blueprint for how to do that, and we can do it in five simple steps. So our blueprint is available on our website. It's USPIE.org. But essentially what we're suggesting we do is to shift all of the federal education responsibilities back to the states where they belong because it's unconstitutional to start with. So all the responsibilities responsibilities go back to the states. And then we need to shift our, our tax collection too, because we're sending, states are sending money to the federal government. Uh, they siphon off a majority of it for their bureaucracy and then send it, send back pennies to us with strings attached. And so states have to refuse to accept the control of the federal government. And to do that, they're probably gonna have to refuse their funding. So that's typically how the federal government controls the classroom, is that they incentivize their programs, their very liberal indoctrination programs, with funding. And so, you know, I've never known a school district or a state to turn down any school funding. So that's our problem. But recently, we are working on and almost finished with a blueprint for states now, so that states can have a guide as to how they can wean themselves off the federal dole. because. Most states on average only receive about 10% of their education budget from the federal government. It's very feasible, especially if you study uh, what it costs to comply with all their regulations. It could be that that 10% is whittled down to far less. So we're real excited to know that there are a few states around the country now talking about this. And so we've developed this blueprint as a guide to them about how they can do this. So we're pretty excited about the state blueprint. We have the, the blueprint to close US ed and, and we think that um, the climate and the time is right. Parents are so fed up, uh, taxpayers are fed up for paying for the indoctrination that's happening to children. And, and many freedom loving Americans are very concerned for the future of our Republic because of the things that are being taught in government schools. Uh, yeah, that, that's great, Sherry. Now, there are a couple of states that have already introduced bills to move this process along. Uh, I've, I've seen uh, Tennessee has got one. Oklahoma has got one. Now, these wouldn't actually turn down the federal funding yet, but they would force uh, the state's education system to start figuring out uh, a plan, a roadmap to eventually get the feds out of the classroom. 
Um, do you think that's going to be a more viable approach to, to getting the feds out is having states do this themselves rather than getting it out from the top down? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if, if we have states that begin to do this, set examples for other states, uh, it would be far easier than trying to get Congress to undo what's been done. And so, yeah, if we back out uh, from the state level and say, you know, no more control in our classrooms, we don't want your money, we don't need your money, um, that's a much better approach. Uh, but again, we're going to have to work on the tax collection aspect of it because we can't continue to send all of our money to the federal government um, and then, you know, have them just return portions of it back to us. If states are going to take responsibility for the education of their children, then they're going to need to keep more of their revenue within their state to do that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and I've, I've spoken with some state officials in, in various parts of the country who are actually trying to figure that out right now. You know, what, what are the streams of funding that are going from the state to the federal government where they may be able to withhold some of that if the feds decide to uh, start trying to withhold uh, their money? Wow. Uh, amazing time to be alive. Uh, Sherry, we've only got a few minutes left, but you guys have produced a wonderful documentary. Um, despite me being in it, it's still wonderful. Um, it's it's a great film. Uh, it's called Truth and Lies in American Education. Uh, tell the folks about it. I, I think it's one of the best uh, explanations I've seen in, in a short, condensed period of what is happening in the public school system, how we got here, how we get out of this mess. Uh, tell the folks about the documentary, why you decided to do it, and how they can watch it. Okay, thanks, Alex. Well, we're really thrilled that you are one of the cast members in the film, despite what you say. Um, you and other you know, all-star cast, Dr. Carol Swain, um, uh, Dr. Gary Thompson, who's a child psychologist. We've got Bernadette Broyles of the Children and Parent Rights Organization. Uh, Dr. Mary Graybar, who actually wrote the book we interviewed her about, Debunking Howard Zinn, and she recently, more recently, published Debunking the 1619 Project that we were talking about earlier. So it is a, a wonderful film. We believe um, it took us two years to, to pull it off because we are a true grassroots organization and we had to raise the money to do it. But we're real excited at, about how it turned out. The timing for the release is perfect because as I said, parents are fed up, taxpayers are done with all of this. So, so it is a perfect opportunity for individuals to learn exactly what's happening in the government schools, how their taxpayer dollars are being used to indoctrinate children to hate themselves and others, to hate their country. It's full of anti-American propaganda. So we expose all of this, the, the critical Marxist theories that are being uh, pushed on children. And of course, the um, sexualization of children, which you know we've also talked about here. So all of this is exposed in the film. Uh, people can view the film by going to the website, truthandliesfilm.us. And we pray that you will share that with everyone you know. Yeah, and it, I, I believe this is the most important subject we're dealing with as a nation. If we don't uh, deal with this so-called education system and, and what it is doing to our children, all the other battles that we're involved with, are we're going to lose. It's going to be for nothing. The border is going to stay wide open. The taxes and the government will continue to grow until we're all broke. Uh, we're going to lose our gun rights. More babies will be murdered. All, all these other issues that people care about, uh, you're going to lose on every single front if we don't deal with the mass indoctrination of our children. Sherry, uh, best website for U.S. parents involved in education. How can people find more and get involved? 
So you can go to USPIE, that's USPI.org, sign up to join the movement, check to see if we have a chapter in your state. And if there's not one already established in your state, uh, drop us a line and we'd be glad to help you get one started. So we have 22 state chapters and we're growing and we plan to um, have a chapter in every state by 2025 so that we can have the grassroots army necessary to achieve our mission. Fantastic. Sherry Few, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for everything that you do for our children and for their education. We appreciate it. Folks, stay tuned. Uh, we've got so much more for The New American, many more episodes of Conversations That Matter. But thanks for watching. Please share this out or listening if you're hearing us on podcast. Share this out with your friends, your family, your state legislators, your congressmen. Uh, this issue is just so critical, and Sherry is on the front lines of the battle. Again, I'm Alex Newman. This is Conversations That Matter. Until next time, thanks for watching, and God bless you all. Well.